0: From the Boston Globe, this is Rhode Island Report. I'm Ed Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to the podcast where we bring you big conversations from our very small state. Looking for something to do this weekend? A performance festival featuring more than 300 artists is happening right now. The Providence Fringe Festival started July 18th and ends on Saturday. It's organized by the Wilbury Theatre Group and features acting, dance, music, and everything in between. To get an overview of the festival and a sample of one of those performances, I'm talking to Brian Lang, the director of New Works at the Wilbury Theatre Group and the co-founder of the Rhode Island Ukulele Armada. That's after this quick break. Welcome back. I'm here with Brian Lang, the resident artist and director of New Works at the Wilbury Theater Group and a co-founder of the Ukulele Armada. Thank you for joining us, Langer. Thanks, and happy to be here. Brian, you are speaking to us when we're still in the middle of the Providence Fringe Festival. For the losers who don't know about it, can you explain what the Fringe Festival is?
1: Yeah, the Fringe, it's all original works. It's artists from all over the place. We have folks... um from New York, from the West Coast coming in and each piece is under an hour, most of them are around 40 minutes, really kind of original edgy funky stuff. You know, our joke is like if you don't like something just wait 40 minutes and the next thing, you know, probably will be something you love. A lot of music performance art type stuff. There's some dance pieces. It's it's all over the map. It's focused at the Waterfire Arts Center where Wilbury is located. Um, but we've expanded across the river to the Steelyard, Yard, to Farm Fresh, New Harvest. There's stages huh. just about everywhere in that
0: section. And it's based on the Edinburgh... Fringe Festival, right? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I believe, if I, I hope I get this right, that in Edinburgh, like, there had always been, like, a classical theater festival in the center of town, and all these artists were in town for that, and they started doing their own funkier stuff on the outside, literally the fringe of the city. On the fringe. And then that became even more popular than huh. the traditional theater festival, and, and, and that model has been used in cities all over the world since then. Yeah,
0: are there other fringe festivals in the United States? Yeah,
1: uh, Wilburys is the only one in New England. I think we're... The third biggest in the Northeast. Um, there's a you know big one in New York. I know Minneapolis. A bunch of yeah cities all over the U.S.
0: But I have to assume Providence is, is the best of well, the bunch, right? Yeah, of course. And so what are some of the highlights of the festival so far?
1: We've had some really great stuff. I know uh, James Stanley and Jess Holly have this kind of fake uh, 80s glam rock band called Clever Vainglorious Kings and they're doing an original piece. Teddy Little, who's done some really interesting one-person shows, had a piece last week that was just fantastic kind of telling his stories about fighting addiction and saving his life through punk rock. Meg Sullivan, who's the director of the Mountain Avenue Project, has a persona, uh, country music Superstar named Veja Doolittle, who does a one woman show, and she's doing a really fun piece next this coming week with um, Matt Requintina and Dave Rabinow on guitar. And there is, you know, not to you know, toot my own horn, but the uh, Ukulele Armada is going to be doing an original piece. It's basically uh, the fake backstory of the Armada. Um, we're calling it something between uh, Scooby Doo Mysteries and the Partridge Family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, let's, let's hear more about that. Can we take a listen to that promo video? In a world, where joy was limited and tinny-stringed instruments were scarce one band became a family and that family formed a band that was a family? The Wilbury Theatre Group presents The Rhode Island Ukulele Armada We've Come Unstrung Armada Adventures Volume 1 An evening of music mystery, and, will ukuleles. So tell me more about this group or family. Uh, yeah, so um, so we
1: formed in 2012, which is hard to believe. Or no, 2010. It's been 12 years. And uh, we started out as a bunch of goofy guys who are just fans of vaudeville, and we all happen to have a ukulele. And it's morphed over the years, so now we've added uh, rhythm section, we've got some great vocalists, and... Um, The idea for this show came about just about a year ago. We were playing um, this wee little variety show in Providence, and the lineup is very fluid depending on who's available. There's probably like 15 members all told. And that night it was myself and Jen Mishley, and, you know, we're of an age, you know. I mean, we both look good for our age, but we're of an age. And... uh, We had Maggie Papa on vocals and trumpet, and Maggie's mid-20s, looks a little younger. Our keyboard player that for that night was actually our bass player's nephew, who just graduated from North Providence High School. Sam Laranger is a great, great guy, very talented piano player, and very young. Then on drums, we had uh, Bossa Nova Joe Lambiasi, who's a little older than Jen and I. And the set went really well, but the funny thing is, more than one person came up to us that night and said, oh, you guys were great. Are you a family band? And <laughs> we just started laughing, like, I could see why you would say that, but we're not. But then we started joking around, like, what if we started telling people that we were? Were. And then Josh Short and I are always spitball. Josh Short runs Wilbury, and we we're always spitballing ideas for Fringe. And he's like, "Could you write a Fringe show for Wilbury
0: about that idea?" And I said, "I think I could." So That's that awesome. is what what we've come unstrung has now become. Yeah, and the Ukulele Amata is more or less the house band for the Providence Fringe Festival, right? Yeah, we usually we played the kickoff party, we um, play some
1: special events. There's usually like some pop up. Events all over the place. So we, yeah, we we show up in odd places or maybe planned places sometimes.
0: (laughs) So I don't want to be Mike Wallace here, but the hard (laughs) question would be why ukuleles? That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, and it deserves a good answer. Yeah.
1: So as most of my friends were are ukulele players, we all started off on something else, whether it's bass or piano, and I started out playing guitar and just sort of drifted to the ukulele. And there were, there were two quotes that I enjoy. It was enjoy. George Harrison was, I don't know if you know, was a huge ukulele enthusiast. And his great quote is, you can't hold a ukulele and not smile, which I find to be completely true. And another friend of mine, um, Alex Cochran, who's a great bluegrass player, really talented vocalist and guitar player, he found he was taking himself too seriously. So he said, you know, you can't be an a-hole uh, if you're playing ukulele. You can't take yourself seriously. So those two things are sort of what led me to the ukulele, and I think other people too. That's awesome. So what are some of the Amada's biggest hits? We started doing some originals a couple of years back, Actually, for some stuff I'd written for, for new works at Wilbury. So we have a song called I Know a Guy from an adaptation we did of Servant of Two Masters, Maggie Papa, who's a wonderful vocalist and can channel her inner, I don't know what. It gets very scary. She does a really great version of Radiohead's Creep. And we do some like deep, deep track like zombie covers. Jen Mishley does a great version of This Will Be Our Year.
0: So I Know A Guy sounds like it could be the theme song to, for Rhode Island. It's,
1: uh, it's a very, yeah, we, with that adaptation of Servant to Masters, we did a, a lot, threw in a lot of Rhode Island references. So that's kind of where that came from. There's references to, you know, like, giving directions via where the bennies used to be and oh, the second Dunkin' you've Donuts. you got bennies
0: in there? Would you mind playing a bit of that song? I gotta hear that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so bear with me, because this is a duet, so it's a bit of a, a flirty, flirtatious romance song. So I'll, you know, try to do both parts. So. <laughs> Hey, Jen, who's usually singing the other part. Yeah, Brian, I got a message for you. You do? Would you like to hear it? Okay. I know a guy. You do? I do. And he's the guy who likes you. This guy likes me. Oh, indubitably. Oh, goody. And this guy. Same guy. That's right. I think he like likes you. He likes me twice. He does. That's nice. So what do you think about, about this guy who likes you? Like likes you Right. Although it's flattering, I like to know one thing. No, go ahead. Before we go further, I feel I should know a little more about this like liking. So if you could give me a clarification, like what exactly is this guy's situation? That's awesome. What is his situation? Well, the situation uh, that came from an adaptation we did of The Servant of Two Masters, and that's the Truffledino, Harlequino character. And he traditionally is uh, clever, but very, very broke. So that's that's the information he doesn't really want to share, but it leads to there. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. Tell me about the Rhode Island character.
1: character well, we had, a lot, we had a lot of fun with that because one of the Fun things about Commedia is it's scripted, but there's there's room to kind of put a local flavor in that, you know, original Commedia troops would go from town to town and, you know, kind of collect jokes about wherever they were. And so, of course, we couldn't not do that with uh, our version. So there's references to giving directions based on
0: where the Bennies used to be and going to the good Dunkin' Donuts on that corner, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, that's great. So in the Fringe Festival, your group will even include a cameo by me? Seems like a yeah. poor decision. award-winning
1: journalist, Ed Fitzpatrick. <laughs>
0: just don't ask me what award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do I fit into the show? Our good friend, Sarah Chapin,
1: is an ultra-marathoner, and she sets herself ridiculous goals. So she had decided she was going to run the entire North-South Trail in one day, which is 78 miles. 78 miles. And Ed was yeah. pacing her, and the short version is they were just outside Foster, and this Unique character, shirtless guy in a pickup truck with a tooth necklace came up and chatted them up. Yep. And uh, I believe, you, yeah, your last, your final comment was like, I, "I'd like to think that guy was the Mayor of Foster." <laughs> and then the way my brain works, I said, "Well, that sounds like a musical." So I get a text from both of them saying, "You have to write this musical." <laughs> so then I wrote the first song. I got just got stuck in my head. I had to get it out. Uh, it's an epic musical of the Mayor of Foster. But then once we uh, incorporated the video elements of guest artists into our show, I called Ed up and. I I said, well, you have to do a cameo because you made me write this song. And you said generously that you would. And he even made me
0: uh, use a pipe. Yes. Yeah. he <laughs> wanted to make you look as... Ear you yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's only a few days left of the festival. So... What are the other things our listeners could check out? Check out the Family Fringe on Saturday and the Sinzab block
1: parties on Saturday as well. And I think that starts around 2 and goes uh, till the evening. There's tons of great stuff for kids, for family stuff. The Matten Avenue Project is going to be heavily featured. There is a ton, and there's, I think, five or six stages and about two or three performances at each stage every
0: night. So the easiest way is to go to fringepvd.org, and that will give you the full schedule. So, Brian Lang, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Ed. Would you mind playing us out? Sure. So this, among uh, the great songs written about the
1: ukulele, I think there might be two or three. This is a really wonderful one by Loudon Wainwright, and it's what we usually start off our shows with. So this is "Got a Ukulele" by Loudon Wainwright. Got a ukulele, now I'm not afraid. Cat in case I get about a blues. In the event I get them, there's no way I let them Bring me down, no way I'll just refuse Gotta believe me, cause the ukulele's
0: like a little
1: baby Cradle it in your arms and you just sing
0: Rhode Island Report is a production of the Boston Globe. Today's episode was produced by Megan Hall, Carlos Munoz, and Amy Padula. Audio mixing and mastering by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Our music is from APM. Ahmed Fitzpatrick. See you next week. In the event I get em,
1: there's no way I let them bring me down. No way, I'll just refuse.
0: Be, leave, heave, Thank you. <laughs> this is so much more fun than interviewing politicians. <laughs> Looking to binge watch all your favorite PBS shows? You need Rhode Island PBS Passport. Masterpiece, Antiques Roadshow, Rhode Island PBS Weekly and many more. Watch them all anytime and from any streaming device. Learn more about this member benefit at ripbs.org/passport. That's ripbs.org/passport.